checking the radar over Metro Detroit right now. We're in the, the hole of a donut. Uh, we've got wintry mixes all around southeast Michigan, but right around uh, from uh, west of Ann Arbor to uh, into Canada, uh, we're doing pretty well. But that doesn't mean it's not going to get dicey and that the roads, even though that they've been tre- pre-treated in a lot of cases, aren't going to be difficult. So we'll keep you on top of that throughout the morning. Also, as we celebrate the national championship for the University of Michigan Wolverines. Uh, but there are some clouds over what's happening up in Lansing, uh, a federal case where they have uh, handed down an edict that uh, the redistricting commission, the new, still new, independent redistricting commission must go back to the drawing board on at least seven of 110 house seats that are up for election this year. And they've given them a deadline of February 2nd. So what needs to happen between now and then? Edward Woods is executive director of the Michigan Independent Redistricting Commission and joins us live this morning. Mr. Woods, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, how tall of a task is this, and is this a reasonable deadline? Well, when the court speaks, you know, you have to follow the deadlines, and we've already have um, put a plan in place as of last week, um, knowing that this could be a potential um, a potential outcome. Um, we're really working on it. Um, a couple of things that we're doing is um, we've reached out to the Southeast Michigan Council of Government. We've reached out to the City of Detroit um, Neighborhood Department, and we plan to follow up with them. We left messages with them um, yesterday before the court case came out. Um, The commission is very interested in, uh, you know, getting presentations from them to help us, you know, redraw these new house districts. As you also know, the commission um, filed an appeal with the district court. It got denied. And now we are able to file an appeal with the Michigan um, Supreme Court. So we'll be doing um, two things. You know, we'll be filing, um, we're working with our stay through the Michigan, um, I'm sorry, not the Michigan Supreme Court, United States Supreme Court, United States Supreme Court. We'll be working with our stay with that while complying with the um, federal court uh, with regards to the maps. Uh, Mr. Woods, um, there's been a little infighting uh, with uh, some of the members. Are you confident that these members can put aside their differences and redraw these 13 uh, Metro Detroit districts? Um, I think you guys are well-versed on infighting across public bodies. This is just a bump in the log. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I don't, I don't Too well. Anyone, you don't have a monopoly. Michigan has, has a monopoly That's on right. infighting. Um, unfortunately, they don't do well for uh, PR PR situations, but I'm very confident in this commission. I've worked with this commission and its ability to um, focus on the main thing as it relates to that, and I'm, I'm confident that it will do it. It doesn't mean it will, will end everything, mm-hmm. but I am confident that it will happen. Um, we do plan to meet um, virtually um, in Detroit. We'll have our mapping schedule that we'll talk about on Thursday, but all of our in-person meetings will take place in Detroit. Uh, we do want to hear from everybody in Detroit. Uh, we know people in Detroit all do not come with the same mindset. They have different perspectives and views, and we want to hear them. We want to encourage people to come out. Um, we're proposing all of our in-person meetings for the week of the 22nd of January will all take place um, in Detroit. So we're looking forward to hearing from everyone in Detroit. As you know, the court case um, was filed by the plaintiff's attorneys in West Michigan even though it was about Detroit voters, 
in East Michigan. So we just want people to know that we will be in East Michigan for the week. You don't have to see what's going on by coming to West Michigan, nor will we set up shop in West Michigan. We're going to be right there to hear from everybody in Detroit about the maps and their input, their public input in terms of how they feel they should be drawn. And we want to encourage people to come out. We'll be making an announcement as we secure our facilities in terms of where we will be. But um, for the most part, we're trying to get all those things scheduled and hope to have an announcement out, if not Thursday, by the end of the week. Uh, Mr. Woods, in case people listening don't remember, this was created by voters in 2018. The commission was designed to take politics out of a political process, bring it out into the open so people understood what was going on. The commission hired some experts. What went wrong here? Well, according to the courts, they didn't feel our experts um, gave us the right um, advice as it relates to um, the Voting Rights Act. Uh, I shouldn't say the Voting Rights Act, the 14th Amendment, because the court came back and said that it was um, all about race. Um, The commission disagreed um, as a part of that proposal that you're referring to. It gave seven ranked um, redistricting criteria that the commission had to follow. It was no longer the APOL standards as they were in the past. It was no longer the legislature doing it in a closed session where nobody knew the process. So for the first time in Michigan's history, the whole process of redistricting was done um, openly and transparently um, with regards to that. And the seven ranked um, redistricting criteria had to deal with um, equal population and compliance with federal law, including the Voting Rights Act. Number two, it had to be geographically contiguous. Number three, it had to focus on communities of interest. Um, That's why we want to reach out to Southeast Michigan Council of Government as well as the City of Detroit Neighborhood Department. Um, Communities of interest could be something of historical um, characteristics. Historical would more likely be like neighborhoods. Um, cultural um, characteristics, which would deal with different neighborhoods. Uh, we learned a lot about the Bangladesh community, about LGBTQ. We learned a lot about the um, um, Filipino community, uh, just a lot of things we learned about the different communities in Southeast Michigan. Um, when we were going on our, our tours, our public hearing tours and doing our outreach. And then it also would focus on, I said, historical, cultural, but economic interests. So we really want to make sure we're up to date and know about these communities of interest. We did it before. We had heat maps to use, but we definitely want to go out again to make sure we have that. Um, the number four was partisan fairness. Um, number five, we couldn't favor a candidate or incumbent. Number six was um, look at county and municipal boundaries. And number seven, be reasonably compact. I mean, when you just lay out all those competing priorities and those different factors that you must somehow balance, it just brings into clear focus how complicated this is. Uh, very quickly, uh, just in, in less than 15 seconds, you have hired new consultants. Are you, have you got better experts this time around? Well, we did hire a voting rights attorney um, with our litigation counsel. Um, they have um, expertise, double expertise as it relates to voting rights. So uh, we did make that higher last week, sir, correct. Very good. Edward Woods, uh, it is a tight deadline of February 2nd, but the court has spoken. We look forward to a result and hopefully uh, putting it to bed once and for all, even though I know there are partisan interests that want to continue the fight. Uh, don't, uh, Don't envy what you have ahead, but good luck and thank you for being with us. 
Well, thank you for being us, and thank you for noticing that.